big deal in making that is Sipla's promoter stake sale which is, has been in the news for quite some time now. Blackstone is looking to buy this Indian pharma company. We hope Sipla retains its identity with an Indian company buyout. Sipla stock is at an all-time high. We are picking up now that Torrent Pharmaceuticals may be setting its eyes on Sipla. Sipla may have set the stage but the spotlight clearly now on Torrent the surprise entrant reportedly making a play for the drug major. With an estimated check size of $7 billion, this could potentially be the largest pharma deal India has ever seen, where one of the quietest pharma founders, the Mehtas, are looking to buy out Sipla, a company whose revenues are double of Torrent Pharma. It's also interesting and almost ironical to note that Sipla, which has failed to find a third generation of promoters in the Hamids, is facing a possible buyer from the Mehtas who are reinvigorating the business with the third generation stepping in. The story of Sipla is well known and if you've missed it, head across to one of our older podcasts. But the story of the Torrent stalwarts, Sudhir and Samir Mehta remain elusive. Very little is known about the group and the family which has big ambitions in big pharma, power and possibly even finance. The tale and ambitions of a tight-lipped but turbo-torrent are now constantly front-page. But is Sipla a good fit for torrent? I'll just tell you this, that India's 10th largest pharma company by revenues is probably making an attempt to buy the 4th largest one. And how feasible is the financing? The stock has already gone up 20% in one month. Then if the entire open offer is successful, then we are going to see a 60,000 crore check. 60,000 crore vis-a-vis 3,600 crores. That's the difference in scale, which is why it was mind-boggling to assume. Is it just balance sheet or a lot more that will pose to be a challenge for integration? From financing to the finish line, what is next in this fast-developing story? It's September 5th. I'm your host Anupriya Nair and with me will be E.T.'s Arajit Parman, Kiran Somwanshi and Sangeeta Mehta as we take you behind the scenes of the turbo and tight-lipped torrent as it packs a punch and aims for Sipla. Stay tuned to The Morning Brief. Ahmedabad, which is home to many of India's billionaires, aptly has a street called the Billionaire Street, which plays a host to quite a few of them. The list of the lane at the post office reads off almost like a rich list of India, with residents such as Gautam Adani, Pankaj Patel of Zydus Kadla, the Nirma founder Karsan Bhai Patel and even the Shahs of AI Engineering. Nestled among these is the Mehta family, the two Torrent Group brothers, Sudhir and Samir. Much like their Gujarati entrepreneur counterparts, very little is known about the family which has a combined net worth of over 50,000 crores and runs the 63-year-old Gujarat-based Torrent Group. The family had a modest start when Sudhir and Samir Mehta's father, Uttam Bhai Nathlal Mehta, the patriarch of the family, kicked off his career as a mere medical representative with Swedish firm Sandoz. That was back in the 1940s. It was only in 1959 that the Mehta family would step into pharma, with UN Mehta setting up Trinity Labs with just 25,000 rupees in capital. 
but MNA was in the Mehta genes. UN Mehta soon took under his fold a company founded by Rajni Khan C. Patel in 1971. That firm was Torrent. From there, Torrent was in a turbo run, with a big milestone being reached in 1983, with the company getting their first export order to the erstwhile USSR. The two brothers, Sudhir and Samir, also took over, and by 1990, the group had also diversified into power, followed by gas, and then a lot more. In 2014, the brothers divided the businesses on paper as the third generation geared to be active. Elder brother Sudhir, who had been chairman of the pharma company up till now, stepped down to put his focus on the power business, with his sons Varun and Jinal taking on managerial and directorship positions. The younger brother Samir, who had been instrumental in the city gas distribution business, took on pharma with his son Aman, playing a key role, especially in the big push towards M&A. And in that, Torrent has been on a tear. In fact, if you search acquisitions and milestones listed on the Torrent website, over 10 hits show up in the pharma section, and the journey of the buyout started as early as a decade ago. To dive a little deeper into Torrent's ambition, their big moves in M&A, and how feasible really pharma is, let's get into this conversation. Economics Times deal whisperer Arjit Berman, as well as our in-house pharma expert Kiran Somvanshi. First, let me hop across to TMB co-host Kiran Somanshi as he puts on the hat of a guest today. Kiran, take us through the ambitious uh, M&A route that uh, Torrent has taken. Sipla is next in line potentially, but uh, this is not a new run for them. So, Torrent has been acquisitive in nature. Like I, I can say that Torrent is aggressive, and we can see the the similarities between Torrent. Like Torrent, I can call that Torrent is nothing but a smaller Sun Pharma right now. uh in terms of the way they are poising itself and in, in terms of how they are acquisitive so uh, when you look at torrent pharma and how it has grown to become you know the 10th largest pharma company by revenues we have to go in its history and uh, it started its acquisition actually from international markets way back in 2005 when it acquired the 90 years old human pharma from pfizer to basically enter the german market and after that they made some few small acquisitions in the us market and in india they made a series of mid and small size acquisitions and the first of it was elder pharma which you referred to uh, way back in 2013 so 10 years back and uh, after that they acquired derma business of zig pharma into 2015 then they also acquired unicem's uh, indian branded business along with its sikkim plant in 2017 and its latest acquisition last year was curatio a cosmetic dermatology company so they have been acquisitive they have kind of uh, built on um, their business through organic as well as inorganic growth both in fact let's listen in to aman mehta son of samir mehta who took over as a director of torrent pharma last year and made it aptly clear to analysts at a recent con call that mna was the way to go i would say the acquisition themes would remain similar uh, in the sense that it will uh, predominantly be focused on indian branded businesses uh, either in existing therapies or new therapies that depends on the quality of the asset and the strategic fit uh but uh, definitely still remains an important priority for us uh curatio being the example of how we enter into a new segment uh, through the inorganic route that's the preferred preferred option let's head across to economic times deal whisper arjit parman who broke the story that torrent was in fact looking at sipla the opportunity in inorganic growth now presenting itself to be bigger than ever before with the 33% of the hamid promoter stake for sipla on the block potentially arjit what are your sources telling you 
Yes. And that is something that honestly, I don't think too many people expected in the beginning, simply because of the scale and size. We are looking at a company that is double in terms of revenue. So in this day and age, when cheap money is over, for someone to dare to take such a bold step, one had assumed that it would be private equity because they've raised so much of money. And that too, some of the biggest names, Blackstone and Bearings, both very aggressive on India, very bullish on India. Both, in fact, did put in a binding bid in early August. Both definitely in fray. But then out of the blue comes this news of Torrent. And as I said, not just the size, but also Torrent's history vis-a-vis -vis acquisitions. The largest check they've ever written, that is Torrent has ever written to acquire a company or brands is that of Unichem. Again, a succession issue story, but that was just 4,000 crores. Here we are talking about actually, depending on the success of the open offer, anything from five to seven billion dollars. So that's the scale which we're talking about. If it's seven billion dollars, assuming we take the current market price of Sipla, the stock has already gone up 20% in one month, then if the entire open offer is successful, then we are going to see a 60,000 crore check. 60,000 crore vis-a-vis, -vis, you know, vis-a-vis -vis 3,600 crores. That's the difference in scale, which is why it was mind-boggling to assume. You would have noticed that Torrent has become more aggressive, more acquisitive, but this, most people assumed, was way out of their league. And that is why the wow factor. Is it way out of their league? Uh, let's bring in Kiran to understand that a little bit more. Kiran, uh, take us through the scope and the scale uh, that we're talking about between these two companies. So to start off, I'll just kind of define it, so to say. The Torrent Pharma with an annual revenue of around, you know, 9,600 crores is the flagship company of this Torrent Group. The group revenue stands at 37,000 odd crores. If I have to compare it with Sipla, you know, size-wise and everything, I'll just tell you this, that India's 10th largest pharma company by revenues is probably making an attempt to buy the fourth largest one. So that should give you the, the size that we are talking about. So for financial year 2023, Sipla had a revenue of 22,500 crore rupees and a net profit of around 3,000 odd crore rupees. In comparison, Torrent Pharma had revenues of like 9,400 crores and a profit of 1,200 crore rupees. So you can see that company is trying to acquire another large company, much larger company, which is two and a half times the size of, you know, itself. So that kind of is quite remarkable. Of course, it's not that it's unprecedented in Indian Pharma because we saw Sun Pharma buying Renbaxi, but they were kind of equal. First time we have a much smaller company in terms of size, in terms of market cap, in terms of market share in the Indian pharma market, you know, eyeing to, you know, bite much, much, you know, much bigger company. Arajit, after the story broke and there was a concern on the Torrent stock as well and bait the stock down, the exchanges in fact sought a reply from the company. Torrent Pharma well placed a fairly covertly worded piece to the exchanges. It read, and I quote, the company has noted that the news item refers to a potential sale of shares by its promoters 
pertaining to their involvement in the acquisition of Sipla shares. As policy, the company does not comment on speculative reports in the absence of verified data. Arjit, what are you reading into this, what I may call a lack of denial? Well, unexpected lines because they've submitted a non-binding bid. What they've told the exchanges is that they assume, I mean, their lawyers, their interpretation is they don't need to disclose anything. Well, we've seen, with there have been innumerable cases where such disclosures, I would call them vanilla disclosures, which says it's neither here nor there. They just informed the exchanges that we'll update you at the right time. The right time will be logically, because these are both listed companies, is when you make a binding offer. That's when, ideally, one should make a disclosure. Had it been in America, you had to make a disclosure or else you would have had to face penalties. But in India, we've seen there are gray areas. So I'm not reading much into it because I do know that they are definitely lining up financing because that's going to be the major challenge, as I said. Yeah. I mean, it's not a small check and it's definitely not in anybody's back pocket at this point. And despite the fact that uh, it's not a debt-heavy company, it's got a very high promoter shareholding as well. So they do have the ability to take on leverage. What are you hearing on the funding side? Is there going to be some piece participating? Like, Where is the money really going to come from for Torrent? Because the balance sheet looks strong, but strong enough for a buyout as big as Cipla. See, it depends on your level of aggression. You know, if we look at their debt equity, it's less than one. So therefore, there is enough scope to leverage. The stock historically also has quoted at a forward P multiple of around 28 to 30 times forward multiple and consistently ranked among the top five most valued companies in Indian pharma, especially in the last five years. And as you said, high promoter shareholding 70 plus percent highest actually among all Indian promoters in the pharma sector which gives them the flexibility to dilute equity raise debt so what they're doing is trying to raise funds at multiple levels yes they are in dialogue with several bulge bracket private equity uh, to raise at least a billion dollars they've reached out to people like CVC Capital Warburg Pinkers, Bain Capital to join in and form a consortium. So that's around 8,300 odd crores or $1 billion. In addition, they are also in talks with domestic institutions, Indian shadow banks, mutual funds, insurance companies for promoter financing. That's where the high promoter shareholding will come into play. They will pledge their shares. Their stake is, as I said, 71 odd percent. They're going to pledge a large part of that and raise another billion dollars. So 9,000 to 10,000 odd crores is what they're looking to raise through shareback promoter financing. Parallelly, they're looking for acquisition financing. That's where it's almost like a leverage buyout. You lever up the target. So based on CIPLA's balance sheet, you raise debt. CIPLA's future cash flow projections, you raise debt. And that's the big one. They're looking to raise around $4 billion. That's around thirty-two to 35,000 odd crores. Talking to, again, a host of foreign banks, because mind you, Indian banks cannot lend you know, to any company against shares. So therefore, people like Standard Chartered, JP Morgan, 
JP Morgan is also advising Torrent in this acquisition. MUFG, the Japanese bank, City, Barclays, very the, the common banks which usually do a lot of, of these kind of acquisition financing. They're in uh, negotiations with that. So that's broadly the financing architecture with which they are working with at the moment. Well, whether the financing is feasible, easy or tough, well, there's no doubt that it adds a fair amount of leverage to the balance sheet. And though it helps them climb the ladder and a badge of being bigger, what else are the Mehtas really looking at getting a piece of, Kiran? Um, post the acquisition of Curatior, Torrent gained two ranks in the Indian pharma market to become the sixth largest player in the domestic market. Now, if it does acquire Sipla, the acquisition will catapult the company to the number one position. That, that shows the size of their ambition. So, you know, how you kind of can look at them growing and jumping over the numbers in, in the pharma market. So that is clear that why they want to do it to, you know, grab on to that opportunity to become the number one in the Indian pharma market. So that's the kind of aggressiveness that we see. Now, when you talk about, you know, what will they get after acquiring Sipla? Obviously, the scale, the leadership in the therapeutic markets that Sipla is in leader. So I will just uh, kind of elaborate on more on this that what exactly is the complementary aspects between the two companies. So Sipla has a clear lead in respiratory products in India and in many parts of the world. And it's strongly placed in ophthalmology, anti-infectives and anti-AIDS medication. Now, Torrent Pharma, on the other hand, has strong positioning in case of gastrointestinal, cardiac and neurology drugs. Now, analysts have estimated a limited or manageable overlap, so to say, between the portfolios of the two companies. So they are very complementary to each other wherever Torrent is weak, Sipla is strong and vice versa. So the overlap is quite minimum. So that really is helpful because then they can grow in different categories, different therapeutic areas uh, as a combined entity. So the combined right. entity will have a market share of, you know, like suppose Sipla right now has a market share of 5.4%. Torrent market share is around 3%. So this together will exceed Sun Pharma's market share of 8.2%. So they will topple the leader, current leader that is Sun Pharma. Interestingly, we're talking about where it's complementary when it comes to the balance sheet. We're talking about complementary when it comes to portfolio. But there's a lot more that goes into an M&A, especially in a company like Sipla, which we've seen so much social media conversations, even the articles that have been written in Economic Times about how Sipla is not merely just another pharma company. Culturally, integrating Sipla into Torrent, do you think just the differences in what you understand of how the functioning is, will that be a challenge? Yes, of course. Like, you know, as much as the portfolio is complementary, the companies per se and their culture and their, you know, legacy is kind of chalk and cheese. So they are like quite different. And um, that difference could make it difficult for Torrent Pharma to kind of integrate Sipla in its business culturally. Because just to give you an example, like Sipla is a promoter-owned but professionally managed company with an enormous legacy and global standing. Torrent, on the other hand, isn't widely known, you know, so widely known as Sipla in the domestic market or even in the international market. It is promoter-owned and driven and managed completely, you know, very promoter-driven. The company doesn't even have anyone designated as a CEO. But the 10-member board has three Mehtas. Sudhir Mehta, the chairman emeritus, Samir Mehta, the executive chairman, and his son Aman Mehta, who is a whole-time director. So you can see, you know, the promoter control is 
very significant and obvious in case of torn and pharma and in case of sipla we see that you know the hamids have always kind of allowed the professional run management to and been there to direct and put the vision out and so it has done wonders vision. for them and it's done wonders for them as well when omang vora took over of course so it's it becomes very difficult that a mid sized pharma company from gujarat taking over a company which has such a huge body of work it'll be interesting to see how you know how these integrations take place Kiran, I recall you once telling me that you get to know more about how a company is run by looking at its filings rather than talking to the families. This is obviously a very quiet family. So, what are you picking up from the differences between how Sipla is run and how Torrent Pharma is run? They're very, they're more probably profit focused compared to Sipla. So, when I told you earlier the numbers, despite the top line numbers being huge for Sipla compared to Torrent or being significant compared to Torrent, the EBITDA margin comparison when you look at for both. Torrent is more profitably run, so EBITDA margin for Torrent is uh, standing at thirty point five percent for the year FY twenty three, and uh, for Sipla that number was twenty three point six percent. So you can see that that commercial business driven approach more so in case of Torrent uh, as against Sipla. Of course, with size, uh, obviously the EBITDA margins get rationalized. It's easier to kind of be profitable and agile when you are smaller, and with scale it could be different. But still, get that sense. even from the annual report the way they have uh, structured the company you can see that it's very tightly run a uh, very efficiently run company so they specifically talk about uh, productivity of the field force and how increasing or keeping the productivity high is important barometer or benchmark for them compared to sipla which is more uh, focused on the larger big picture what are the next uh, patient centric things they are doing what are the new therapies that they are getting into what is the next strategy to drive growth so you can see the difference in um, the conversations between the two companies when you look at the annual report what the chairman is talking the chairman speech it's it's quite different between uh, the two companies you know that is very obvious that culturally you know this is a typical indian company driving uh, keeping the cost low driving profitability whereas sipla is very global in its uh, functions just to give you an example you know sipla has 47 manufacturing facilities across the globe and in comparison torrent has seven manufacturing facilities out of which four are us fda approved so you can see the difference in the scale that we are talking about you know half of torrent's revenues are earned from the domestic market and the remaining are from brazil us and germany and you know some other few countries more well in case of sipla you know they are present in more than 50 countries they have a huge body of work in sub saharan african regions anti aid medication providing that they do it's it's huge like the kind of work that they are doing Arjit, any sense of the kind of timeline that we're talking about? I know you you said they've submitted a non-binding offer at this point, which helps them evaluate what is the balance sheet looking like or their ability to raise that kind of funding. But um, is there a timeline to this movement as as it moves ahead? Yes, there is. What I picked up from talking to people currently, the diligence is on. So the diligence is around is going to take around three to four weeks. So. throughout september they're going to try to a finish the diligence bit mind you sipla is a listed company you cannot have from a regulatory point of view additional information on a listed company which is not available with other minority shareholders so the modeling bit explore the synergies the cost synergies operational synergies and kiran talked about it did the plan to as of now look at submission of a bid of a binding a firm bid with tied up 
financing early October or end September. And they want to ideally make the announcement. This is going to be like their Diwali, big Diwali announcement, so to speak. Provided, I mean, of course, I mean, remember one thing. I mean, this is both the company. The problem in this particular saga is both are listed companies. Sipla's stock has been on a tear. It would be interesting to see that to what extent or where would Torrent draw the line? Yes, they have the financial flexibility. Yes, they have high promoter holding. But if the Sipla stock keeps rising, it's going to be a stretch. Ever since we wrote the story about their financing, the structure that they're working at, Torrent's market cap has been eroded by around 10,000 odd crores. So the market or the investors are wary of the fact that Torrent is trying to digest something which is double its size. And nobody likes leverage until and unless you are a private equity fund or you are levering up the target. That's the difference between a private equity and a strategic company like a Torrent buying because they are buying it for the long haul. They are buying yeah. it for a 25, 30-year multi-generational approach. And mind you, I mean, the moment, I mean, if they are successful, I do feel that there could be other strategics. I mean, why would people let go of such such an opportunity? Literally, picture Abhi Baki hai. And if there are counterbids, then it's going to get even more interesting. If there's a counterbid, or if there are more than one uh, counterbid, from other companies, then to what extent will Torrent bite the bullet is something that's that we're going to wait and watch. Well, will Torrent bite the bullet? It's something that we'll have to wait and watch. But it's not just the flagship firms that have seen the M&A push from the house of Torrent. The group also lists a company called Torrent Investments under it, which was actively scoping for a finance foray. Making a large attempt towards it was the bid for Arun Lambani's Reliance Capital. Sangeeta Mehta, who was tracking those developments closely as they unfolded. Sangeeta, uh, welcome back to the Morning Brief. Torrent was a surprise entrant even there. Take us through what they were looking to pick up, how much they were willing to spend, because we're trying to get into the psyches of or the mindset of the Mehtas when it comes to acquisitions. Yes, Anupriya, Torrent was a surprise bidder all along. The acquisition of RCAP would have taken them to a separate league altogether because overnight they get access to insurance, both life and general. They get access to stockbroking, advisory services, commodities trading, a whole lot of businesses that Reliance had under its bouquet. In fact, the kind of bids which they gave in the first round, initially they had offered just 4,500 crore and they were not even the highest bidder. Piramal was in fact the highest bidder and then was Hindujas and third was Torrent. But at the auction, we were all very surprised that Torrent emerged as the highest bidder. It is partly also because Piramal exited the race. And at that time, it became very clear that Torrent was very ambitious about financial services and that it would not uh, step back. So let's talk money then, because that's the point where it seems to have fallen out. And financing is a big key point of discussion, even in the CIPLA potential acquisition. Take us through what they were willing to spend, where were the hurdles and, and finally how did that saga come to a close? So in case of Reliance Capital, there were actually three rounds of bidding. The first round was a close envelope bid, 
where torrent, hindujas, piramal and oak tree gave an offer ranging from 5,000 to 4,000. In the second round, which was kind of a auction where each bidders were asked to give a bid and their torrent gave 8,600 which is almost double of what they had offered in the first round. That is 4,500 was their first round bid. This kind of goes to indicate that torrent was very ambitious of acquiring a financial services business in this process and they were declared as the highest bidder in the first round itself. What actually went wrong for them and it was very unfortunate that the same night Hindujas gave a counter bid of almost 1000 crore higher than what Hindujas had offered in the first round. And this is despite the fact that the auction round concluded at 5 in the evening where lenders declared Torrent as the highest bidder. Hinduja was the second highest bidder offering 8,110 crore. And yet very same evening Hindujas came back offering 9,400 crore. And Torrent took an offence to this obviously that they protested. They wrote a letter to the RP. They wrote a letter to the lenders saying that this is not done. IBC process is being violated. But then you know the gap between the offer that Torrent made and the liquidation value was close to 4,500 crore and that was a huge gap. They went all the way to Supreme Court to stall lenders from having a second round of auction but uh, unfortunately they did not get a stay on that. This kind of episode highlights that how ambitious they were for acquiring a financial services business which which is not currently in their bouquet. They're very strong on pharma but they don't have a financial services business which is growing exponentially in India. The aggression and ambition is palpable when it comes to torrent. But pricing and integration will be the stumbling blocks. Undoubtedly, an acquisition like this will catapult torrent to the top of the leaderboard in India. But at what cost? The last time torrent overpaid for an acquisition was in 2013 for distressed Elder Pharma's domestic business. The stock market punished it for it. Sun Pharma also languished after the $4 billion all-stock buyout of Ranbaxy. But it may be too soon to start counting the pills as the doctor has not even written a proper prescription for sale yet. But one thing is for sure, the Mehtas are not slowing down from entering new segments or completely new sectors. In fact, like Kiran was mentioning, the track of the Torrent Group is mirroring the Sun Pharma family, just as tight-lipped but with offshoots in many businesses but Pharma remaining the flagship. Will this dose of M&A prove to be healthy? Well, we'll have to wait and watch for that one. Keep tracking the story for the latest on The Economic Times. With that, it's a wrap on today's episode for this podcast of The Morning Brief. We will be back on Thursday and Friday. A shout out to the team that put this together. Surohini Jain on production and Amrit Regi on sound. Executive producers for the show, Arijit Berman, Anirban Chaudhary, and me, your host, Anupriya Nair. Thank you for listening in. Hit the follow button to be notified when our next episode drops so you don't miss it. From all of us here at TMB, thank you for listening in and have a great day.